Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Brandon and with me as always is Stephen with our first ever Valentine's Day episode, the topic of discussion, love languages. First, for those who are not familiar with the love languages, we will give you a brief rundown on what those are and then reveal our results for the love language quiz. Next, we will talk about how accurate we feel the results are to our own depiction of what's important to us and provide context as to why knowing our love language might be important for relationships. Then to break up the action, we will let you in on our V-Day plans and talk about some of the best and worst moments brought to us by these holidays. And then we'll wrap it up with our final thoughts on love languages. Okay, so first off, we just want to give a quick shout out to Stephanie Telly, YouTuber Stephanie Telly gave us this suggestion for today's episode. We were looking for a Valentine's Day episode, and this one we felt hit the nail on the head. So thank you so much, Stephanie, for this. Um, Real quick, I'm just going to kind of run down what the website describes all of these love languages as. Well, can uh, I also say one other, one other thing, too? Yeah, for sure. If you guys ever have an idea for doing an episode, like definitely hop in one of our live streams or uh, on Instagram or feel free to leave us a message on our voicemail or reach out to us any way you can because we always like coming up with these uh, these new ideas. Yeah, we like engaging with you guys. So if you have something specific you want to hear us have a conversation about or within our conversation touch on, we love hearing those ideas. So uh, it makes it a lot more fun for us to know that you guys are are getting involved. So uh, without further ado, here are the five love languages. The first one on the website, uh, you can Google five love languages, and it, I think the website is honestly just fivelovelanguages.com. But uh, the first one that it goes through is words of affirmation. So this one, uh, here's the description. It says, actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirits skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. Um, And I feel like this one, I've I've kind of gone back and forth with my prediction of what Steven's love language is. And I think that this one's really important to him. He thinks it's well, we'll funny. We'll find out real soon if you write. <laughs> yeah, if you actually know who I am, because uh, I don't. Well, uh, let me see. Oh, I see. I see where it is on my list. I see uh, where it is. I see where it is. <laughs> uh, so the next one on the on the website is acts of service. The description for this one says, "Can helping with homework really be an expression of love?" Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Uh, and I've always been a big like encourager of action speak louder than words. So it's kind of cool to see where this one lands on my list. I don't know if you had a similar feeling after you finished the quiz i basically knew what that there was one of these on this list i was like this is going to be at the bottom of my list not this, this one no i mean i had a feeling this <laughs> not not this one there, there's definitely one of them i was like that's definitely not me i mean yeah. i actually feel like to be honest with you i actually feel like this did a pretty good job of getting me right yeah yeah that's good to hear 
Um, so the next one, and I'm guessing this one is on the bottom of your list, receiving gifts. So this one, and this isn't, I just want to throw this out there. I mean, the, the description will go through it, but I don't think that this one is necessarily a superficial thing. Like sometimes people just, like that's how they feel loved. So this one says, oh, here we go. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the, so would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are heartfelt symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you. Do you want, you want to answer? Is this your bottom? <laughs> yeah, this is my bottom one. Yep. <laughs> this is it, definitely my bottom one. I, like, I knew it would be. It's my bottom as well. Uh, what, Dude, what, same guy, different guy. You same guy, I. different guy, baby. <laughs> Me and are really... What, what was guy, your score guy. on this one? Uh, solid three. I had a two. So you're more materialistic oh. than I am, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm <just> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that what um, that means? So the next one is quality time. Uh, quality time. In quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. Now, I actually, my gut instinct is actually this one is is your top. And we, we'll wait to, to hear the top. But this one, I believe, actually is your top. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> You're not telling me shit. I'm not, right, I'm not right. telling you anything. I'm not <laughs> telling you a single thing. We're going to have to wait. The suspense is killing me, folks. Dude, I hope so. Well, I mean, I don't care so much about making it kill you, but everyone who's listening to it, especially if you're a new listener here, you're really going to learn about Brandon and I. And I'll, I'll say this. We're a couple of single guys. <laughs> so you can find a little bit about uh, how to get to our hearts from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're giving you guys the key. All right. So the last one, the, the fifth and final love language, physical touch. Uh, now, I'll just say right off the top, this doesn't just straight up mean sex like Steven thought it did. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that? Like, was that in the, the live the stream? Live the other stream. Day? Yeah, we were talking I was just about like, these. I don't, I don't get this one. So there's, there's, <laughs> there's couples that just never touch each other. I don't, I don't really get this. This doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, isn't physical touch just like everybody's then? Because everybody's supposed to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't really get this one. No, he I just... still, to be honest with you, I still only kind of get this one. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here's the description, so that maybe we can uh, fill Steven in on it a little bit better. Physical touch. A person whose primary language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and thoughtful touches on the arm, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicate warmth, safety, and love to you. Thank God we didn't have Steven read any of these. We tried to. <laughs> Wait, can, can we give actually? Uh, so 
the original plan was to not have Brandon have to read this much. Because I actually used to be a radio DJ and I'd have to read, which is crazy to think about in hindsight. <laughs> there was actually companies that would pay to have us read off the advertisements and I would be the person to read it. And I'd be like, uh, uh, how uh, the, uh, and I would just always trip over things. I mean, I, I've, I've talked about it before, how I would just like say wrong song titles, make up song titles, tell people it was a Christmas album. So Brandon, thank you for, uh, for really bailing <laughs> me out here. Cause the first run we, of us trying to do this, didn't sound this smooth. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, an understatement, but uh, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Hey, we bring different things. You bring the comic yeah. relief. You and I are definitely not same guy, different guy. We're not same guy, different guy. <laughs> okay, guys. so let's give official predictions. This this is the time to ring in your official prediction. What do you think my top love language is? Quality time. Okay. And that's what I'm saying yours is as well. So now, do we tell each other? Okay, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, you're right. You got mine right. Hell quality yeah. time, 11. I'm quality time, 12. Oh. Yep. So, same guy, different guy. We Steven and I both similar. both love our quality time. So, let's let's go down the list, though. What's So, what's your next one? I think ours are going to... Uh, mm, I'm going to say your next one is acts of service. It is not. No. It's physical touch. Ah, uh, that's what I was. It was between those two. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Which is weird. It is kind of, I don't like the description because it just makes you seem like super fucking handsy. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I like holding hands. I like cuddling. I, you know, I like that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it makes sense. What's, what's your second? Dude, you got to guess. Uh, words of affirmation. Damn it. You got it right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, baby. I knew that one would be high. Well, oh what's what's your number on that one? Eight. Yeah, my physical touch is six. Oh. Yeah, I've got two pretty high up ones then. And then my other ones are not at all. <laughs> so then uh, number three for me, what's your prediction? Acts of service. Yep. Well, actually, uh, well, th- so I have two that are tied for three. So it's acts of service and words of affirmation, both with five. Interesting. Yep. So you had quality time and then words of affirmation. I'm going to say acts of service is your number three. It's tied with something with f- else. Physical touch? Yep. What do you have on that? What's your numbers? Fours. Fours? And then yeah. receiving gifts is three and... It's two for me. Okay. I like yeah. this. It, okay, but here, okay. I, I, I want to say that my biggest surprise in myself, and then you can tell me what yours is, that uh, I thought physical touch would be higher on mine. Yeah, because you just think it was sex. <laughs> you freaking sleazeball. No. <laughs> <laughs> in one of our live streams the other day, might have been yesterday, uh, Stephen found an earring in his uh, hotel. He doesn't know or not hotel, in his apartment. <laughs> I was like, I live in a hotel yeah. now. <laughs> he doesn't know whose it is, but uh, I've got I think it's mine. No, it's, <laughs> it's honestly, I actually don't think it's mine. Uh oh. It's probably the cleaning ladies. <laughs> the cleaning, yeah, you're in a hotel. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm a little surprised that physical touch is number two. To be honest, I, 
I thought that acts of service, you guessed acts of service. I thought acts of service would be higher. I mean, they're both, they're all really close. I have physical touch six, acts of service, and words of affirmation are fives. So they're, they're all pretty balanced. But, uh, yeah, you got two really high ones. I love how you fucking tried to act like I was ridiculous. <laughs> you tried to throw me off with this words of affirmation thing. I was like, dude, you love words of affirmation. He's like, I think it's really interesting that you think that. And it's just fucking number two <laughs> love language. I mean, I guess I do actually like words of affirmation. But, I don't know, it just it sounds pretentious and, like, conceited. And, I don't know, I don't like the thought of that one. No, but... This is th- this is also an interesting kind of microscope on the situation. You love like giving people words of affirmation. You I think do. it's very important, but then when you Super when it gets flipped around on you, you're like, oh, it's pretentious if I like that people say yeah, things to me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm always I always say that like I have no problem when people are cocky because I'd rather just have like having self esteem. It's it's I guess cocky maybe isn't the right word, but like having self esteem is a good thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I the words of affirmation, like, it's good to know that someone actually appreciates you. Yeah. They actually, like, see something good within you. Because I feel like that's a huge part of a relationship is the person's supposed to make you feel good about yourself. And that's why you're doing the relationship because you both make each other better. Right. Well, and I see it in you just from our friendship. I know that uh, there are times, I mean, you do a really good job about saying things to me that you are, appreciate uh, about me. And I know that it's important for you. I've just kind of learned that through our friendship um, that it kind of gives you a boost to just hear these things every once in a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's it's knowing you allows me to, you know, maybe pick you up when you're down, saying I'm proud of you or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. I think it's it's super valuable to kind of pick up on that stuff because I think it does, you know, relationally, it's it goes a long way for not only how you develop your bond, but it also can help somebody out with their day. Cause we're all kind of going through shit. So the, I don't know. I, I still can't get over the fact of this physical touch thing. <laughs> like it's really, it's really at the front of my mind. Cause I felt like in every question, like I, I want to know how this quiz actually works. Cause I feel like all the time I put something that was physical touch. Yeah. So we'll, I can kind of walk through it for our audience. If, if you haven't taken it, I highly encourage you take it. I will tell you that within the psychology community, the psychological community, this stuff actually is very well respected. Um, you know, a lot of these like dating books and stuff that come out, they're kind of just like, oh, another one. But this actually is pretty it's held in a pretty high regard. So I do encourage you to if you're going into relationship, do this to kind of get to know what's important to you. Um, it's a really good thing for communication. But um, the test basically asks you which of these two things are more meaningful to you. And then it'll give you two scenarios. And the two scenarios are essentially two of the love languages. So it'll say, like, what what's more meaningful to you? Someone says sees that you're really stressed and they'll do your homework for you or sitting really close to them on the couch. And so that's like physical touch or acts of service. And then you just pick which one is more meaningful to you. And it, it doesn't take a long time either. Cause that was one of those things when I knew we were doing this episode, I had this, this fear of, am I going to have to sit 
for 35 minutes or something to take this. And, you know, it's super quick. You'd finish the whole thing in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Now, if you want a more intensive understanding of what this stuff means, there is a book that kind of goes into, I think, not only how the quiz is kind of designed, but what everything means. And that's another thing. You know, I, for those of you who listen on a regular basis, you know that I'm pursuing my master's in psychology. We've actually talked about love languages. I talked, we talked about it in my developmental psychology class when we were talking about uh, language in that class. So it's, it's, uh, a lot of people really respect it, and I would I would definitely encourage you if you don't want to read the book, that's not a big deal, but at least take the quiz. It's it's good to get to know yourself. So let's let's kind of break this down more specifically. How accurate do you feel these these scores kind of depict what you thought your idea of importance was? Well, I think for me this quiz is interesting because I've never thought about it in these terms before. So when I actually look at this list, I actually do think that quality time is accurate for me because I kind of feel like what I like the most about a relationship is those one-on-one conversations a lot of times. Like those are some of my favorite moments. And like really getting to know someone I find to just be a very exciting thing because throughout your life you meet so many people but there's very few people who you feel like you really really know and like you really know their fears their dreams like all all these things so i really do enjoy having those moments that are just kind of shared with someone so i guess i think that it is kind of cool to break it down into these things and i and when i read some of these i think oh i can kind of see who might fall under these categories because for me receiving gifts has never been something that I, I mean, I like receiving gifts. It's not like I don't get pissed off if someone if someone gives me a gift. I'm not like, wow, how thoughtless of <laughs> do, you. <laughs> do you even care about me, man? Do you even care? Do about you me? know my love languages, dude? <laughs> dude, that's the people I date too. I call them dude. Dude, do you even know, <laughs> bro? Come on, man. Gifts? Are you kidding me? Are you I kidding me? Gifts? <laughs> I mean, sick. I mean, yeah, I'll go to the game, but, like, it's not what I was looking for. But, like, yeah, I'll go to the game. <laughs> How long can we keep this bit going, you uh, think? I think we should do the whole episode, to be honest. Dude, people, people love it. People love when we talk about bits. All our bits that are only funny for us. Uh, You're going to say more? <laughs> no, I bet what you got to say is really important. Let's hear it. No, I was just going to say I – I think it's a a good indicator of what's important to you. It makes sense why you and I are probably such good friends. Like that quality time, you know, this isn't obviously a romantic relationship. I mean, maybe one day it could be. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the joke. I was like, who's going to make it quicker? Like you're just setting yourself up for this. I put it on the tee for myself. No, uh, what I'm saying is quality time is important for both of us. So we just kind of automatically give that to each other just because that's kind of what's natural to us and what we enjoy. And I think you also kind of see, uh, even within the description of quality time, it said, um, I mean, I'm going to pull it up really quick. Distractions, postpone activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. I think part of what's kind of developed our friendship and something that I've, I've noticed within relationships is conversations that feel like they have substance but conversations where you really feel like you're connecting with that person 
And so, you know, you and I have a podcast together where we try to have these substance-filled conversations, but that was kind of built off of our friendship and, and the, the, the time that we would spend kind of bouncing ideas off of each other, kind of talking about these things that felt important to us and really feeling like we, we understood where each other was coming from. So it, it, it definitely makes sense to me. It, I, I am surprised that for me, like I said, I most surprised that words of affirmation isn't my second, not words of affirmation, sorry, acts of service isn't my second. Um, just because, like I said earlier, I have always kind of said actions speak louder than words. At least that's kind of how I've kind of tried to try to live by. Um, so I, I guess I would have kind of seen it being sent sort of what words of affirmation was for you, where words of affirmation was pretty high up there as well. Uh, but overall, I think this is a pretty dang good depiction of of what I what I like. So I've I've like another thought on this. Do you think that certain like do you think that love languages need to be in alignment? Like do you think that I have to be someone who has quality time and words of affirmation at the top and that there's no chance that someone with receiving gifts and I would ever work together? Uh no, I don't think that that's the case. I think I think what's important is understand is the other person understanding what your what is important to you getting to know you so that they can feed into what's important to you like you if someone if you were with somebody who really enjoyed receiving gifts you would probably pay attention to that and try to get them gifts because you saw how happy it would make them so that relationship would have a good chance i mean well it could still have a good chance because you paid attention to what's important to them and vice versa they they might not necessarily think quality time is super important, but because they care about you, they can say, all right, you know, I don't need this, but he really does. He really wants us to have one night a week where we play games or we just sit and talk or we go on walks or something every once in a while. That's really important to him. So I'm going to make sure I do that. They don't have to be the same. I'm just saying that it makes sense for a natural standpoint that you and I didn't really have to try hard to kind of be friends. It kind of just kind of, it kind of just kind of, <laughs> it happened natural because of just who we were, our personality. Okay, but but do you think that you could be with someone who has receiving gifts as number one? Yeah. Do you not? Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to think in my head, like, uh, I guess I never rule anything out, but it, it definitely seems kind of like weird. I, I, I will say this. I actually think that maybe the physical touch one being the lowest one would be the hardest one for me. Yeah. Because I feel like that would really just, because I don't know, that like matters to me. And I'm not just talking about sex. I know that's the thing that we've, we've been like joking around with me, but right. I like holding hands and stuff like that. And I do feel like it does bother me if someone is, feels very distant in that, in that manner. So I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm all of these things, I guess is kind of the reason why I'm like, I think this is valuable, but I don't know. I I would recommend someone takes it, but I don't know if I would like really hold this close to my heart. I'd be like, this is definitely, this is definitely it. What do you mean by that? This like, is definitely it. No, like like that. This is just. Uh, put it this way: I'm not going to all of a sudden download a dating app and be like, hey, I'm looking for someone to spend quality time with who will affirm 
my dream. Well, that's just not end. how relationships work. <laughs> it's not like you take this quiz and then you're just like, hey, guys, I got a, I got an 11 on quality time. Anybody else get an 11 or higher on quality it's time? Like that, like, it's like when you play like those games in school. It's like, all right, everyone is a one. Raise your hand. All ones over in the corner. <laughs> it's not how this works. <laughs> no. The point of it is to get to know yourself better so that you can better communicate what's important to you for your partner. It's not explicitly like, hey, quality time was my number one, so... Better pony up, babe. Well, I don't know who wrote this, but I'm thinking this might be bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you'd have a big argument with the entire science community of psychology. Um, no, but to, to your whole thing about do you think I could be with someone who is receiving gifts, if I develop an attraction to that person and I care about them enough to give them what they want, I, I could see where – because it talks about don't get this misconstrued with materialism. I think I would have a hard time with somebody who's materialistic. But if you read that receiving gifts, it says people really care about the thoughtfulness and effort behind the gift. But what you kind of draw up. And I actually I actually think I'm good at this, like giving gifts, because I really try to think about I love surprising people. In relationships, I've really Dude, liked doing my, it. My uh, my birthday, you surprised me for my birthday. Yep. <laughs> I, um, one of the best surprises. I, I really like, you know, thinking of creative, because I'm a creative person, so I like thinking of um, kind of cool things. I'm going to, all right, this, this episode is going to get a little cheesy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my last relationship for my girlfriend's, my ex-girlfriend's first birthday, I took her skydiving. We had both never been. <laughs> Dude, I want to make a joke so bad. Let's say it. Her, for, for, for her first birthday, what are you doing? Oh. Dating baby? <laughs> her first birthday while we baby. were together. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just threw a baby out of the plane. <laughs> like, wait, what? Does this man know what he's talking about? <laughs> so the idea behind the skydiving thing was I didn't ever really see myself doing that. I mean, it was kind of on my bucket list, but I – it was a metaphorical thing for me. It was, I'm willing to kind of face my fears for you. And as cheesy as that sounds, that was really what kind of went into the gift. It was, I, I'm willing to, to put myself in the situation where I'm not comfortable because I care about you. So that was like, I, and I don't know, honestly, I don't know what her love languages were. So I, maybe I was off on that, but, um, but yeah, that that's the kind of stuff. It's not materialistic. It's like what what thoughts are you putting into it? I think the physical touch would be the hardest one to get around if you are a person who really likes physical touch and someone does not. I'd say that maybe that one is probably the biggest hurdle to get over. But I think you can. I mean, I actually one of my professors I think even talked about how she's not a physical touch, but her husband is. So that's a married couple right there that has different love languages. I mean, I definitely think that that it can happen. I'm not. I'm not totally. I'm not like crazy to think. Oh, there's just no way this could ever happen. It just. It sounds like you don't think it could ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I'm not dating babies over here. All right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, we were the same age, so I would have been one years old as well. So I'm. Not <laughs> that's that's true. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> Um, okay, so discussing the importance of these, I guess, if, if, if we do, if we subscribe to the idea or prescribe to the idea that these could be important, uh, 
why do you think they would be? Why, why would you recommend somebody take this quiz? Because I don't think a lot of people actually, based off my experience, actually know what the hell they're doing when it comes to picking somebody to date. They're just like, dude, she's really hot. Like, I'll have people who will say, dude, that girl's really hot. You should go after her. And I'll actually know that person and know that we have nothing in common and that there's no good reason why that relationship would ever work out. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people just get very blinded by this idea of how somebody looks or something about this person specifically that just trumps over every other rational part of their mind and they just go after it and they just blindly stay in a relationship or blindly go after someone. So I think that to kind of break it down so you could actually figure out the rationale that you go into it and not just see someone and be like, oh, oh, I guess that's I'm going after this. Like, actually put some thought into it. Yeah. Well, I, I, my thought is anytime you're doing something to understand things more or get to know yourself better, get to know somebody else better, you're just going into it more prepared, right? You know, you're just – you have more ammunition at your disposal rather than just kind of free-for-alling it and just, all right, I guess we'll just see how this works, <laughs> you know? I mean, there there is an aspect of it, and I think we might have talked about this a little bit uh, in the past. There's something about it that I don't like where I don't want – I like I you, you talk about, what you, so I'm just supposed to go on Bumble and input, I'm looking for somebody with quality time. There is <laughs> – I know you made a joke about that, but I think there is – something about I want my partner to kind of discover these things about me because even that shows that they have a desire to I don't want to just explicitly be like all right babe quality time is what I need so if you could just give that to me this is such a good point because I've had instances before where someone just like thinks that they're thoughtful because I said a couple of things and then just I, I can like tell it's almost like they're trying too hard right it's not even it's not even coming from the right like sincere place anymore it's just like i I guess maybe it might be with good intention but it definitely doesn't hit me in the same way i guess is the best way to put it yeah exactly it's just it's almost you you kind of get in this place of okay are they actually doing this because they they sincerely care to do this or they're just doing it because i gave them you know the recipe for success (laughs) and they're just doing it because i asked for it well, I mean, we've talked about this before, how sometimes people will just remember or someone will just text us on our birthdays or like certain specific days right. to kind of show that they care about us. But that to me doesn't actually show that they actually care. It's just like they're thinking. I mean, the fact they're thinking of us, maybe like that matters, but there's just there's so much that goes into it that I I guess I kind of like breaking it down deeper than just this super like surface level surface, thing. Yeah. The surface level aspect, that's a really good point. Cause I, I do feel like there are the, these stereotypical benchmarks or surface level things where people feel like if they can just hit those, that shows that they care. But especially for people like you and I who care about this quality time stuff, it's oh, yeah. like, okay, well where, what substance have you been putting into this relationship or friendship this entire time has it just just saying happy birthday but i don't hear from you every any other day of the year it doesn't really mean much to me yeah (laughs) and it's also i don't know like if you knew me i don't even really tell people my birthday because it's not an important day to me so it's just 
Yeah, it's it's about the the important thing about this is getting to know yourself. But if you're like going into a relationship, I've heard a lot of people who take the love languages quiz together so that they are going into this understanding each other better and can can work from there. So it's it's kind of a double edged sword. It's got a, its strengths to it, but it's also part of me is like I don't want to just I just don't want them to just do it because we saw it on a quiz, you know. Well, I'm definitely next relationship. I'm definitely bringing this because I, I am I'm actually pretty interested. Yeah. But my question do do you in general like how how much does this, does this impact you moving forward after you took this quiz? Um. Well, for me right now, it, it, it makes me think back to past relationships and wonder for those relationships, and we'll talk about this more later, it makes me wonder <laughs> what love languages those people were, and maybe that can kind of point out. I mean, you could be the same love languages with people, and, uh, you know, it's Dude, that's still the same work, thing, though, for me. Don't work Like, out. literally, my, uh, my thought process was you and I were pretty good at guessing each other. I don't think I could do this for any of my ex-girlfriends. I like really think I would struggle to do this. And I think that's pretty interesting actually. Yeah. But I could like more easily like I mean I would I would love to like know what their scores are. Should I just message them all now? Yeah, just <laughs> message all your exes, dude. <laughs> just just send this message to them and be like, "Hey, fill this out. Yeah. I want to know." <laughs> Email me your answers. <laughs> I know we haven't talked in 3 years, but uh could you just fill this out for me and then send it back to me? Just want to know it better. No, that's yeah. It's let's do it. I do that's think a future episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's our follow up episode. Next uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> hell yeah. Next Valentine. We're gonna wait that long, a whole year. Yeah. Well, I suppose it might take a while to get a hold of all of our exes. <laughs> we have so many. So. We have so many exes. <laughs> uh. No, but th- that is one thing that pops into my head. But going forward. Um, you know, I think that this is just uh, anything like this where it's just gaining more knowledge on – because I definitely thought quality time would be my top one. You even predicted mine would be quality time right off the top. But I think, like, quality time was double my second place. <laughs> I had a 12 with quality time, and the next – my second place one was physical touch at 6. So it just goes to show me that just quality time is – kind of leagues above everything else and it's it makes sense honestly looking back on some things where i felt most hurt in some relationships and we'll talk about that more later but i mean is there anything else that you want to say about recommending this to other people or the importance of it no uh i don't think so we can move to uh an audience question yeah for sure let's do it (laughs) uh why can a lot of guys be such jerks (laughs) <laughs> Such a basic question that I feel like I, I'll, I'll speak to this first. So I think a lot of times when people are, are jerks, I think it's just like uncalled for because if you're not interested in someone, it's really not that hard to just nicely say that without actually being a jerk. So I feel like a lot of times people are mean because they're terrible at facing confrontation of any kind or they are insecure about themselves, so they just feel better by being mean. So they can be like, yeah, I can't believe this person actually like, thought I wanted to be with them. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's there's sort of this, especially amongst guys, this, court, this sort of uh, culture of 
how it's cool to hook up with girls and, and leave them macho. pretty much. Yeah, like it's pretty much like you're a badass if you do this. Like, oh, I'm heartless. So I don't care. So then to do that, we sort of then embody this, like this, the jerk stereotype of it, it's super interesting, too, because it's almost just to impress our peers. Like, I don't really think that there's a whole lot to it. It's like insecurities to try to impress our peers is a lot of times why guys end up being jerks, because there's no real reason to just be mean even if you're not interested in someone like you could just actually be transparent and either not get involved in the first place or just not be a jerk about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the hope. Here's the thing though. It's, there's gotta be some accountability here. How many times have you either said this, not, not you specifically, but our audience, have you said this or have you heard somebody else say this, like a comment about how, Everybody that I'm into doesn't like me, and everybody that I don't like likes me. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Some version of that. Uh, and yeah. so I don't want I don't like the <laughs> the phrase you're asking for it is definitely something to, that gets thrown around in a very negative context. But sometimes we get attracted to these people that aren't good for us. And when it works, you end up kind of having this mutual stuff. But I think you need to pay attention to those cues. Like, don't put your, if you're just, even if you're into this person, don't keep giving them chances if they keep treating you like dirt, you know, move on. You know, it's easier said than done, but you want to be with someone who's going to care about you in the same way that you care about them. You don't want to have to fight them to like you, (laughs) you know, that, that should, for the most part, come natural. I know there are stories of people that courted someone for a while and then it worked out, I guess it's whatever you're willing to put into it, but don't be surprised if you get into a situation. Not that it's okay for them to be a dick, but, you know, they should just be adults and handle it. But, you know, that that's just not how everybody does things. Yeah, I I get the idea that people are into the, like, high highs and low lows sometimes, that people are, like, attracted to that idea. But I feel like in an actual, like, stable relationship that can actually last for a while – there shouldn't be an instance of people just like being jerks to one another. Like you should be able to work through that in a more manageable way. No, I think you should just be f- fucking assholes to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you could try that. I I've been trying it. It works really well. So uh, all right. So now we know why Brandon's single. We're still <laughs> trying to figure out mine here, but maybe. So, what, what do you think is the main reason? That, well, that, that's that, actually a good question. What, what's the main reason we're both single? Here, we think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This isn't in the script, but like this what? isn't in the script. The Free for all, baby. That's a, yeah, that's a, uh, the reason that I'm si- I'm single by choice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stole that joke. That's uh, Will Ferrell said that with uh, <laughs> one of his like characters. But um, I'm single because my last relationship didn't work out. Why, why are you single? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hell if I know. <laughs> I just don't offer good things, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but there's just the the supply and demand of the market. Yeah. <laughs> demand is not hot. Supply is there. Demand is not. Remember when remember when Logan Paul said he's going gay for a month? <laughs> That's super relevant, I feel like. <laughs> he's just like it's not working out on this side. There's not enough there's not enough supplies. So. <laughs> 
Oh, geez. Good old talk about economics, which we Econo- know that you don't get. <laughs> if there's one thing I get, it's not economics. <laughs> nice inside joke. I know you guys love our inside jokes, but... Well, well I mean, let's talk about... Wait, can, I, can I tell them why that's an inside joke, though? Yeah. <laughs> well, you were going to buy something really expensive at the store. It was like, what, was it a blender? I wasn't actually. I was like... <laughs> Should I buy this four hundred dollar blender? And I was talking to Steven on the phone, and he's just like, "Dude, you just don't get economics." Yeah, I said, "Yeah, you should buy that blender if you just don't get economics." I did not buy. That. Mom, Dad, if you're listening, I did not buy that blender. I promise. I got like a they fifteen dollar one. It's probably already broke. No, I, I haven't used it yet, to be honest. well spent. I left my, I had a blade for another blender, but I left it at my buddy's house. I had to get a different blender. (laughs) Dude, that's a lot of talk about blenders. Yeah, dude, this is a good talk. What about Valentine's Day? What are your plans for this very special occasion? Releasing a good episode that you're going to listen to, which is uh, this one right here. So... Hopefully uh, my Valentine's Day is going well for anyone who's listening to this now. This is <laughs> and hopefully this is the episode well. that puts the podcast out of business. <laughs> this episode might. Thank you, Steph, for putting the podcast out of business with your suggestion of this episode. Uh, no, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I mean, to be honest with you, last year there was nothing in the plans for Valentine's Day at all, and then like. A few weeks later, I had a girlfriend, and I hadn't even hadn't met the person yet. So it's one of those situations where well, I'm not with this person anymore either, just in case. I feel like that makes sense because I said I was single before, but just to clear any confusion there. He just wants to let all you ladies know he's on the market, all right? I'm on the market. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I've got a few days, technically, from the time we're recording this. Like, crazier things have happened before, you know? Well, but, I just know yeah, I that know. the way to your heart is some quality time, so... Yeah, so if someone's trying to spend some quality time, you can find me at Stephen Russell B, and that's Stephen with the V, none of that PH trash. Jesus. <laughs> Shoot why, me a DM. Why has this podcast turned into Stephen <laughs> plugging his individual stuff every goddamn time? <laughs> Dude, it's Valentine's Day, man. Remember, remember how we have love a, is in the air. We also have a podcast that we <laughs> that we do. <laughs> it's like what, both of one? us. Not just your individual stuff. You remember that? You remember those days? Yeah, it's called uh, at EMG Pod. Everything must go podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can DM me there too. Just make sure you tag me at Stephen Russell B. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? What am I doing Day? for Valentine's Day? Um, I might take Coda out for a fancy dinner. Um. No, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> are Are you gonna buy any chocolates? I might get some chocolates, to be honest. Dude, we should Facetime each other and eat chocolates. <laughs> Saddest Valentine's Day of all time. <laughs> I don't know. Watch SpongeBob. <laughs> Girls do that all the time. Girls do the uh, what are they? Galentine's Day. You've heard of that, yeah, right? No, but I actually, yeah, but I kind of like this idea. I'll get chocolate. You get chocolate. We'll Facetime each other and we'll have SpongeBob playing. Hell yeah, we've been we've been on a big SpongeBob kick ever since. <laughs> Stephen had an entire live stream about SpongeBob, dude, and that's uh, Stephen Russell ready. B at Stephen Russell B with a V, not a PH. 
None of that pH trash. Dude, are you me? Same guy, different guy? No, same I'm just guy, giving you guy? a bunch of... Uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what about memories of Valentine's Day, Brandon? Memories. What's your one? Memories of Valentine's Day. Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I gave my girlfriend one Valentine's Day gift for every hour of, you know, how they... they um, they structured high school like you your classes you called it that hour like you had four hours in the day did you call was that how your school did it like you had uh, you had like history hour and then you had math hour but it wasn't it wasn't explicitly an hour did you guys oh, know it, it, it wasn't called hour it just wasn't an hour all right well fuck you okay that's what we <laughs> called it so for each of those Structured hours, I had a new gift for my girlfriend. I was super oh. romantic. Mine, the only story I can think of was, it's not even really a story. It was, I was dating someone, but it wasn't technically officially, um, we weren't technically considering each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Like we had never called each other that. And we were out to eat. And a friend of mine like saw us and he was like, oh, hey, who's this? And I was like, oh, uh, this is my friend. And I was like, but no, actually, we're, we're like, it ended up being super awkward. I was like, actually, no, we're dating. And he's like, oh, you're dating. Uh, for how long? And I, I was like, oh, God, I don't know. So, I, so like, in my head, I was like, I don't know. So I just looked at him and I said, eh, long enough. <laughs> and then, and then after, after uh, he left, she's like, oh, long enough, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Is that like you're, you're tired of this already? And now we found out why Steven is single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just classic mix-up. Uh, long enough? <laughs> it is weird, though, because sometimes it is hard. Like, I mean, when you act like boyfriend and girlfriend, but you're not technically boyfriend and girlfriend, and someone's like, so, uh, who is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a little weird, you know? I love how you made an unintentional dad joke, too. Oh, long enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it wasn't even supposed to be a joke at all. I just, like, got, I didn't know what to say. So I said long enough. Why don't you, why don't you just say the truth? Is that, does that come know. hard to you? I got, I got on the spot. I got nervous. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back into the conversation. Well, oh, are we going <laughs> to really quick. Are we gonna talk about any of our endeavors before? <laughs> Is that on the list? Maybe, right? No, it's not on the list. What what, what are our plans? Oh, yeah, we talked about our plans. Jeez. Um, Really quick, though, (laughs) because we had that one question. Steven and I are going to start doing this more often, but since uh, we've been getting so many emails and so many voicemails and it's so hard to go through all of them, we're uh, adding (laughs) – you can submit questions. We usually will do a a poll on Instagram in our stories. We'll we'll post – Ask us questions about the next topic. So just be looking out for that. Except for that's not a poll. That's that's just ask us questions. Yeah, ask us questions (laughs) on our stories. Uh, So you'll see it on the EMG pod, the Stephen Russell B Instagram, or my Instagram, Brandon Flippin' Music. That's Brandon with a B. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Weird joke, but all right. All right, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get back to the damn fucking conversation. <laughs> all right, so we we're both single, like we said, and we've we've had romantic relationships that have either lasted quite a while or 
not worked out so well. Looking back on the past, now we can kind of take in a specific look on this. Do you think it would have been valuable to know your love language in those relationships or even know your partner's love language? Yeah, I mean, it would run the risk of maybe overthinking it, but I think it would be valuable because like having a a frame of reference as to what you're looking for. So knowing that quality time is important to me, maybe if someone is super busy all the time, like go into the relationship with the mindset of letting them know that quality time is important so that they're going to have to make like a more of an effort than maybe they're used to, Mm -hmm. or just kind of being able to set a standard right away. Cause I think we've talked about that. One of the most important or the most important part of any relationship is communication. So being able to communicate kind of what's important to you, to the person, and then they can kind of do the same. So, well, this brings up an interesting point. And I think that communication, obviously you got to kind of take things as they come and you know, you, you build that trust with somebody and you open up more and more. But one of the most frustrating things in relationships, and I, I observe this and Stephen has observed this in, in people he knows who will try to portray a certain like image for their partner, even like after they've been in a relationship for a while portray a certain image so they stay appealing to their partner and it's like how long do you think you're going to be able to keep this up (laughs) yeah i know if you actually want to last with this person shouldn't you be giving them who you truly are so that oh my god you find out if they actually like who you are (laughs) and that's that's the huge thing that communication right up front is is uh yeah like being able to just say right off the bat hey you know quality time is really really important to me don't be like oh yeah yeah uh Receiving gifts, that's cool. That's fun. If that's what you're good at, I'll just take that, I guess. <laughs> well, well, actually, a, a guy that I work with made a really solid point where he said before he married his wife, he said, listen, I really, really like sports. On Sundays, all I do is I sit and I watch football all day long. I do fantasy sports. My life is largely about sports. And there's going to be times while we're married that it's really going to piss you off. And I want you to know this. <laughs> going into the relationship so I can set that expectation. And he told me that, and I'm like, that's actually a great idea because yeah. can you imagine going into a relationship and they're just like, Jesus, this guy, he <laughs> he spends five hours every day in front of a TV watching sports. Well, it's pretty helpful to know that because now, I, I mean, if you want, you're not going to marry someone if that idea sounds terrible. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't, honestly. Well, th- this, this is the thing. The reason I bring this up, too, is – I have a a personal kind of gripe against this because I've talked about this in the past. I don't drink alcohol. So a lot of times this immediate judgment is that I'm like against anyone who ever drinks alcohol. And so I've had relationships in the past where, you know, for a while in the relationship, either they just won't drink at all around me or they're like ashamed to do it. And it's, it's just like if if our relationship isn't going to work because you drink alcohol, just be upfront with that and we'll roll with that. And if the relationship doesn't work because of that, then that's naturally what's supposed to happen. If it's not going to work because of that, it's not going to work because of that. Don't try to hide it and then all of a sudden we're in the relationship a year down the road and and then you're wanting to go out to the bars every every weekend. I'm like, wait exactly. a second. I thought you didn't like to drink. <laughs> 
you know, so that's that's one of those things for me. I, I get to see that happen a lot where it's not just with relationships, but even friends. Because sometimes with those substances, there's kind of guilt that gets attached to it just naturally. People feel bad if they drink a lot or if they if they smoke pot or something. Uh, they'll, they'll feel guilty about it, even though they'll like to do it. But it's just like, you know, be confident in what you do. You know, be upfront up about it and then see if this person is, is cool with it. If they're not, then maybe they're not the right person with you. Maybe there's a there's a happy medium. I don't know. It's just that, that communication up front is so, so vital. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing ever to me is people trying to put on an act. Because you see a lot of times in TV shows where someone just does something ridiculous to make the other character like them. Like they'll just make up a whole backstory on something. And it never works out at the end of those cartoon episodes. <laughs> That's how it works in real life too. <laughs> those cartoon episodes are real life, guys. <laughs> pretty pretty much. A lot of times there are obvious life lessons in those. What I can say about this love language thing is I feel like it's brought some clarity to me, to be honest. Like looking back on, on some relationships that have confused me, where I'm like, what? why didn't this work? Like I, I put in so much effort. I really cared about this person. It seemed like they really cared about me. And then when I look back, it's like, well, no wonder it hurt me so much or no wonder I was confused as to whether they actually cared about me or not. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't do their part to spend quality time with me. It wasn't, it wasn't a priority to them. And that, that's something where I look back and I wish I would have known it at the time because a lot of times you get to these places where you feel like the ground is kind of collapsing beneath you and you're just kind of, you're just frantically searching for something to grab onto and just say, what, what's going on? What's happening? Why isn't this working? But now it, just having a little more knowledge to who I am and what makes me feel like I'm loved or appreciated, just like, oh, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> no wonder this didn't feel right or I felt something was off because I wasn't getting what's important to me. And that's another thing too is – it's not we a lot of times we'll go into relationships and we'll think about well what what can I give to this other person it is also about what is important to you yourself you got to pay attention to that so that you know what to ask for or you know what I guess to pay attention to it if they're paying attention to who you are I don't know does that make sense yeah just being with someone who looks good doesn't mean anything like if they don't have any of these other things and you don't get to spend any quality time, if that's important with you or to you. I mean, I will say in regards to what's going to make you happy in a relationship, I do think that this is valuable in that regard of knowing that these are the, what's going to bring you the fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So hopefully people actually, when they do this, they have that in the front of the mind. So when they meet these people, they're like, I mean, not they have to be like, well, I can't tell exactly from the outside if they're really into acts of service, they don't need to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to be like that character that you just played. <laughs> they don't need to exactly. <laughs> Let's find the fossils. <laughs> so I was looking into the fossil record <laughs> of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> the fossils clearly show that T Rexes liked quality time. 
It's clear on the fossil. But now the pterodactyl is way more into the physical touch. Which is weird because they're up there flying all the time. Probably gets hard. <laughs> Dude, should we go into comedy? Are we a comedy Dude, duo? I just... I just talked about my retirement from comedy, but man, dude. We gotta go back, baby. We gotta do it. <laughs> Greatest comedy duo of all time. Just jokes about dinosaurs and love. Remember our joke about how we were gonna tell our kids that we were in the Hall of Fame of comedy? <laughs> <laughs> and they could just literally Google it, find out that it wasn't true. <laughs> uh, Dad, that's. No, I'm looking right here. Cause <laughs> well, I went under the stage name Louis C.K. It says here you masturbated in front of three women. Oh, that was that was an imposter. <laughs> oh, I meant I meant Bill Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, oh shit, no. All right, anything else you want to say about uh, love languages? No, I uh, I like doing this though. I kind of want to do another episode where we do a quiz or we do something yeah. and then talk about it. I feel like this definitely was in. An interesting spin. I think we should do quizzes sometimes and then do episodes based around them. Honestly, I have a lot of quizzes are really big in the psychology world, like personality uh-huh. quizzes and stuff. So I could we, we could do some of these stuff to uh, just kind of break down who we are and, and how it makes sense with stuff. So, yeah, I, I like this a lot, too. So thanks again to Stephanie for the, uh, the suggestion. Stephanie yeah, Telly. This, this again. is good. Yeah, check her out on YouTube. And, yeah. I think that's all we got in terms of uh, the content. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts are I can't wait to spend my Valentine's Day eating chocolate with Steven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's going to be sick. I really hope that all of you are having a, a wonderful Valentine's Day, whether it's with a loved one or or you're just kicking it with the pals, you know, each of you giving each other back rubs. Because <laughs> that's what, that's what guys do it. See, everyone <laughs> thinks that girls have hot slumber parties, like pillow fights and their bras and stuff. No, dudes, we're just all about back rubs and, and oil. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But I just came up with a really good idea. Okay. For next Halloween, we should do these characters, and we should do an ASMR about us talking about dinosaurs and dinosaur love. That's pretty good. I don't know why we have There's to a- wait till Halloween. Why don't we do that? That that should be our next episode. Damn it. <laughs> wait until <wait> Halloween. Nice <laughs> up for Valentine's Day, not Halloween. I I can't wait for you to listen back to this and hear that you said Halloween. yes hey guys happy halloween (laughs) (laughs) oh man well if you guys enjoyed this episode you can find us in any of your favorite podcast apps we release at least one new episode every week not all of them contain dinosaur content but all of them contain at least a couple of laughs unless you just have no sense no of sense of humor cuz we are gold <laughs> we're comedy gold cuz we we are a couple of comedic geniuses <laughs> not nah, just kidding that's that's giving us way too much credit we got a couple of good jokes here or there you can find us 
On Instagram, though, we are both pretty active on that page. Our Instagram, at EMGPod. We occasionally do live streams from there, from our own accounts, our own personal accounts, too, which you've probably heard us say a bunch of times over the course of the episode. Um, You can also send us an email at EMGPod. Or leave us a voicemail at 513-427-EMG5. <laughs> the email isn't at EMGPod. <laughs> it's not a handle. Oh, yeah. It's EMGPod at gmail.com. <laughs> Dude, should we start pre-recording the, the endings? Maybe. Nah, I, I, I like screwing it up every time. I think it just adds more character to yeah, the show. Yeah, it's way more character. It's, it's raw, <laughs> definitely, guys. It's raw. It's definitely more, <laughs> definitely more character to the show. Aside from that... Our next episode will be about instant gratification, and we will see you next time. Take it easy. It's a good excuse for a lot to use. Baby, I know what to do. Baby, I, I will love you. Time.